I'm on Mustang, guys. It's okay. Take oh, your it's time. all good. We're just recording this for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is exclusive content. You don't get every day order a puff go. No. Red hook. Are you getting the knife? Yeah, I am. This is a game changer, guys. Oh, yeah. These fucking If I was a good girlfriend, I would get both of my partners a Puffco knife, but I keep forgetting. But you did get both your partners. I did get both my partners a Puffco, though. You did. Cass just walked in there like a powerful lesbian and bought two Puffcos. What what babies want, babies get. Where did you buy these? In a fucking bodega. (laughs) Like, we're such crackheads. That's why it was $500. Yeah, we're such crackheads. You're like, that can't be right. Why is it only 400 If I would have just waited and got it on, like, Planet of the Vapes or whatever the fucking website is that we normally get our discounts. But there'll probably be some good... Nice. I just got it. Congrats. Thank you. Amazing. That's a game changer. Now I got to get dabs, though, huh? A dab will do ya. A dab will do ya. All right. I got to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, we'll we'll figure it out together. Yeah. Let's work together. Hmm. So what's going on with the Dolphins, you ask? Well, <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that the Jets are going to sign Aaron Rodgers, so that's a, that's a bad thing because they're good with him. That's annoying. I hope he retires. The Dolphins, you know, they're a good team, great coach. Tua, uh, a lot of brain injuries, not great, not great, uh, but it looks like we're rocking with him. I, I don't know. The Dolphins are uh, – I respect them and I support them. I support them because of you. You know, they're one of those organizations that from the outside, it just seems so a little... Bad. Yeah. So the, bad. The kind worst. of probably how the Grateful Dead seems to people that aren't in on it. Like, just no, ragtag Bush League, it's you know. just also just, like, shoot yourself in the foot type of vibe. I think the stadium is cursed. It's built on, like, a Native American yeah. burial oh, site or something. I'm so a Mets fan. Really I, it's probably very similar to being a Mets fan. Yeah, Bill yeah. is a Mets fan. You know, the, the thing is, is, like, it's just... It's tough. But they did well this year. They made the playoffs. You know, I, I'm not complaining. I just don't want my kids to have to grow up uh, in a world of misery. The world of the Jets being good. That Imagine if you happen. lost your kids to the Jets. That would never happen. Okay. Would that be the worst thing? Do you ha- Did you have a moment when you had kids like, it would be the worst if they were X? I wouldn't let them be. A Jets fan. That's that's the that's crossing the line. That's when we'd hear no. It could really just lose mm-hmm. it could never happen. Like I would not permit that in my reality. It no, could be like almost that. any. If they ever hear this podcast, they will know exactly how to rebel. Them. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh I would disown them. Yeah. I would. I, I that to me because it's just such a bad choice. It's they're so they're the saddest losers of all time, as far as I can tell. The like, Jets. Yeah, they're just miserable miserable <laughs> crush your soul george r. r martin created game of thrones and that whole world because he's a jets fan it's the only person who could imagine such suffering and misery is one who's exposed to that there's the great curb your curb your enthusiasm episode where the guy kills himself and they think it's because he's a jets fan oh my it's, god it's great i mean they're they're the worst no <laughs> so it's more about not it's not just not liking the organization it's it's a mentality that you don't support and because the mentality is comes from so loserish it's so loserish because even even when they win they're losers or they just lose a lot like they, they suck just, they they're just like suck. a laughing stock their defense is actually amazing and their head coach is pretty good but they had the worst quarterback last year this dude Zach Wilson who's like this young kid who like literally they like had to keep benching him because he was so bad and he was a high pick. They just like they they can't get it right. 
It, it, it's just that every sports organization has a vibe. Every single one of them. And it can change over time, but there is a vibe. The Dolphins, unfortunately, were dominant back in the day and now are just kind of like been floundering for... Ever since Ace Ventura. Really? Yeah. Really? Like, Is that why you curse. started to like them? No, that was just a <laughs> bonus. I, I like the Dolphins because I grew up in D.C. outside of it. I wasn't going to be a Redskins fan. I didn't like that whole vibe, even though they were decent back then. I just didn't, didn't want to do it. So I decided to open a sports almanac one day and go through all the teams and decide who I wanted to be a fan of. At the same time, because Dan Marino was so good, he would often be on television. And watching him throw the ball... He was a good-looking It dude. was just like... It was like... I hadn't... Like he threw it differently than everyone else. It was so yeah. fast. It was so awesome. So I just kind of like fell in love with them. I looked in the sports almanac. <laughs> I saw that they had been good. I projected many Super Bowls and a great, long, happy, harmonious life with the Dolphins. And then from then... Just pain, mm. pain, pain, pain. <laughs> Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. Jimmy Johnson took over, gutted the team. Oh, Dave wants that. Just like every but bad thing. But you stayed thing. loyal. Sounds a little like these shit coins. Yeah, it is <laughs> in a lot of ways. And so like the thing is, is like at a certain point, I had invested so much emotion into this team that I, I, I can't imagine ceasing being a fan and then having them win a Super Bowl. Like I would I would kill myself. Like mm, I literally yeah. couldn't deal with it. So I'm just on this. Would you feel train. like you're the curse if you ceased being I a fan? I would never and then, be. And I threatened it. There was one time I staked my fandom. It was one time and my friends will remember this from college. Uh, there was a quarterback coming out of a college called Brady Quinn. He was from Notre Dame and I hated him. He was so bad I knew he was gonna be terrible. It was so obvious he was like gonna be a top ten pick and the Dolphins were almost going to take him. And everyone thought he was going to go to them. And I'm like, if they draft Brady Quinn, I quit. You're I out. won't do it. Like, I'm not mm. doing it. And they didn't. And they still sucked. And they were still mm. terrible. But that's the only time I was really considering not It's kind of like fan. your religion in a way. You can't fully renounce it. You can, but it's always there. Like, even me with the Mets. Like, I've tried not to make that Cass's problem. I'm I like, love the Mets. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you see how it could take over our life. Because, like, I can watch oh, the game I and I'm like, I love this beautiful game. It's I love it. Cass will watch and their biggest superstar gets up and he he swings and misses once. And she's like, he's an abomination. <laughs> and I'm like, you're so rough. On, she takes out all I of her. It. If she has any kind of hatred towards men and belittling <laughs> fucking qualities, it only comes out in that way. I love that. It's well, they're getting paid so, so much money hard to on fucking these guys. Suck. You know how hard but like, I, that's I what I say to her. <laughs> I'm like, you played baseball. It's the hardest. You're amazing if you hit the ball 30% of you're, the time. You're, you're an like MVP. a god. Yeah. yeah. 30%, 70% is on like your I think they should be trying to make some fucking contact. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Because, I mean, it's so funny. Her basic look at it actually makes me think, so like, funny. they should adjust some of the things that, and then their approaches. And, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, these guys should shorten up their swings. Why is everyone just shooting, like, for the fences or whatever? We should have your dad on one of these podcasts He's, and talk baseball. There's a lot a little, about baseball. Baseball. little opening day. Baseball is awesome. It's the, it is the most mystical of yes. the sports. Yeah, it's really, down. really, really rich. The shape of the field, the diamond, the positions. It's re- the, the one numbers. to one, the numbers. It's like that's the thinking man sport. And yeah. it will always probably be like that. Football is war. It is taking over territory. It is penetrating and scoring and 
It has a blitz in it, which comes from Blitzkrieg. It's yeah. like Nazi. Like it's it's corrupt to its core. The owners are essentially these thirty two group men of evil backgrounds who hide behind this antitrust shield. It's it's fucked up, but. God damn, this is exciting. I love it it's so much. Is it's that your favorite so, sport? Oh, hands down. It's not even a question. I don't really watch other sports. I'm mm. not like a sports zealot, but I, you know, I watched the Bulls in the 90s, like would watch those games regularly, but I'd, I'd make it a priority. To, I watch the Dolphins in Turkey when the games are on in like the middle of the night. It's just because- <laughs> That's yeah. devotion. You are devoted. On a yacht, I'm like up there in the top, like, fuck this signal. Okay. Like, goddamn fucking uh, Mediterranean uh, Sea. I think I have a good question for you. You're, like we were talking in part one of this. Oh yeah, this is part two, by the way. Welcome oh, yeah. to part two. Yeah. Yeah, we're um, flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were talking in part one about, you know- your thoughts create your reality. Your yeah. beliefs create your reality. How do you factor that all in with all the sports fans? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, Ooh, it I, has to I, do with what you were saying. It you know, exactly, the vibe, exactly. The vibration of it's, an organization. It's, it's mass consciousness focused on something uh, out there, object-wise. So there's two ways to look at it. There's one, your own individual experience. What have you brought and what are you bringing and what's going on? I... Um, don't fundamentally believe only me in this scenario is going to make the Dolphins win a Super Bowl. Yeah, because you're a year. great manifesto. I you am. still haven't gotten them. A and Super Bowl. I really do get down on myself when. And like, do you put that in your thing? Do you have I you started write, writing that no, in your journal? It's you should too early. You need to no, You need to start trying though. The Dolphins win the, the Super Bowl, Bowl in 2024. If they win the goddamn, I'll, I'm going to do that. I have never done that, and I'm going to start. Oh, How could you not do it? So. I, I think with the sports fans, though, it is like if the vibe of the team is such that the fans can collect collectively switch their belief into this team could really do it. And this happens sometimes in season, like a team will go on a run and it's just like because everyone starts paying attention and be like, wow, this team is really going on a run. Remember when the Giants took down Tom Brady? Exactly. Like <sighs> Tyree. Like, I love so watching. I was my favorite. Dominate. And I was saying even before that season <sighs> that that, that Eli Manning was the Dragon Slayer. I had been saying it the whole year. I was kind of just joking around. I was living in Boston. I hated the Patriots. I've always hated them. Um, and he did it. I, I just think that like there's these ingredients that go into sports, which is why I find it interesting. It's more nebulous. You can't kind of like control it in the same way like that you can't make your favorite team win a Super Bowl or whatever it is every year it will not happen you know that deep down if you try to get to the root and change that belief structure it's like impenetrable mm. by like an individual psyche for the most part I do think you can hop on timelines where your team is more successful I do believe let's fucking hope that <laughs> I have jumped on this because the Dolphins are definitely moving in the right direction. It's undeniable. The team they put together, their head coach, they're doing this in spite of having like one of the worst owners in the league literally cost them a first round pick for colluding and trying to get Tom Brady. Like they're they're do despite all that, they're moving. Like the hard work is paying off. My personal belief with the Dolphins is that this narrative of suffering, I know and have known since I was a kid. This is my first like real imaginal act I can ever think of, truthfully. I know what it feels like when they win the Super Bowl. Like, I know yeah. exactly what it feels like. I know what I'm doing. I know how I feel. I think I'm going to get a contact high from you when and they so, do. Well, we'll be rooting for them. I mean, too. I'm going to yeah. be at the fucking Super Bowl. You better believe Hell it. I'll take yeah. anyone who wants to come with me. And, like, I truthfully, like, that to me is worth 
everything else. Mm. It is worth the years of misery where they were literally the laughing stock of the league. Like all of that stuff is worth the 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 payoff of winning the Super Bowl and getting the national respect that I believe they has been lacking for forever. So or I they'll mean, become like the Miami Marlins and like right. become like a flash in the pan right. who can like put together a winning team like every seven years and they become come in last place the next season. I think <laughs> though that in baseball, because of the parameters of not just like the contracts and the way the salary cap works there, that that's easier to do in baseball. You can get creative financially. Group uh, teams in football have like philosophical approaches to managing cap and like how mm. to like get a team and it usually is like a long term plan and you see it play out Bengals are in like the apex of what they had been doing for years they don't renegotiate contracts they don't do everything but I mean yeah I, I just find this shit all interesting it's it's something also that a lot of people from all walks of life socioeconomic backgrounds pay attention to and can relate about um, I've had amazing conversations with strangers and sports bars about like you know random sports stuff and it's just like it's it's cool it doesn't mm. have to be this horrible capitalist thing i think entertainment serves a very important part in a human's life and however you find it um and in truly enjoy it like yeah, it's worth pursuing i think that's like one of the, the things we very fifth house type of stuff in astrology like it, get pleasure out of the areas of your life that you can find it and don't think that that's a bad thing. And so mm. I've just accepted. Even if it is the opiate of the masses. Which is what I, I've <laughs> heard from a roommate a long time ago. I, I think in some ways that may be true. But like for someone like me, like I'm so hyper aware of all of the horrible things that go into the National Football League. Like it's racist. It's racist. It's 100% oh, yeah. racist. Every racist. sports team looks. The training. Yeah. I mean, geez, <clears throat> even how you players are treated i'm like is anyone else seeing this yeah, yeah it's, it's it's wild bizarre. it's it's corrupt it's uh unfair it creates physical injuries although i have a different stance like having grown up in an age where like the goal was to hurt the quarterback like that was the strategy it's like fuck that dude yeah, up yeah, now yeah. it's like the opposite i don't i think players even if you're saying they don't really understand the ramifications later in life like they know yeah. That Tua knows that he's been getting concussions, and if he gets a bunch more, he's probably yeah, going mean, like, to be not going to be pro-choice. You're going to be pro-choice. But that's a choice. That's a choice for mm-hmm. them to but make. But that doesn't mean we can't maybe make the rules or the protections. Well, so they're that, doing that slowly. Like they shouldn't get back on the field after they've had a traumatic brain I injury mean, or whatever. You know, he is. came back and he played all right. That's the thing. Actually, every time he got <laughs> concussed, he was so much worse. That was the worst Whoa. part of it. Okay, they kept well, putting him out there and he's like throwing four interceptions. All of a sudden, I'm like, fuck this, man. Like Teddy Jesus Bridgewater's Christ. bad, but he's not that bad. Put him I in. mean, how many sports players need to shoot themselves in the heart? I think just the, the one. The CTE stuff is troubling because it's a brain injury and the effects of that are so... Like, my dad once got hit by a car as a pedestrian, and he had a brain injury for about two weeks. And he was a different person. Yeah. He was angry. He was just mad all the time. He kept thinking he heard the phone ring, yelling. He was a completely different person. So the brain stuff is very difficult because it does – you lose the person even if they're alive, and it can be very upsetting for people who have to deal with that as families and the person themselves. Imagine being that person. The person themselves – um, although the people, you know, especially with CTE, they, they do seem to be aware of it. It's not like, you know, Alzheimer's or something else where you, you do eventually lose the yeah, ability right. to know that this is happening to you or like dementia. But yeah, it sucks. But I think 
at this point in time, any player pursuing their dream, whether it's misguided or not, in that field is aware of that. I don't think they're compensated fairly. I think the way the league um, denied and refused medical care for a lot of these people, saying it was just a coincidence, that's fucked up. But that's the NFL. Like, it is a fucked that's why up. We, that's why we stopped watching. Yeah, it's a, I it's, can't support it's those a anymore. I love up. watching it, but I can't. I it's a, and, it, and it will marginally get better. There are better people in the players' union. There are people who are actually advocates. Players are getting smarter. I think it when the NFL, it'll probably be a long time, moves to guaranteed contracts, um, that's a better case that this is a willing exchange for people because then you're like, all right, you know what? Maybe I'm going to get fucked up because of the position I play, but I'm securing hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. for my family. Now the way contracts are in the NFL, like they're not guaranteed. You get a certain amount guaranteed and then you're pretty much expendable in a lot of other ways. So, which it's is unusual. Up. All yeah. the other sports are guaranteed contracts. You sign, that's what you get. Yeah. Um, and the one where you get can get the most seriously injured, it's not. Exactly. Well, in a way, also, like, you can get seriously injured in basketball, but you break your ankle, blow out your knee, like, yeah, it sucks. You might be not walking right, but, like, your brain isn't messed up. You're not. What you need to do is with your boys is train them to be like a ace left-handed relief That's, pitcher. So Gabe, like where you're just gonna fucking rake in hundreds of millions know, of dollars guaranteed to pitch one inning <laughs> every four games. Totally, Mariano Rivera. Here's the thing. Yes, exactly. Like, here's the thing. He was right-handed though, right? He was such a beast. Yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, he but Gabe is left-handed. Ooh. There's a good chance Aslan is left-handed. He's still kind of young, and it does change sometimes, but. Yeah, fuck you're yeah. Are you push towards baseball. That's the <laughs> best fucking thing you can do. You just yeah. throw the ball fast and hard. You and never even have to bat. I want to be a closing pitcher. Is it too late? That's what we're saying. We're saying like, <laughs> relief, middle too reliever, late? middle reliever, closer. That's yeah. the career path that you dream for any little yeah, boy. Look into look into the all time highest sports contract. Like they're oh. all baseball players. Of course, and they're like all guaranteed. A cricket guy gets in there. A Formula One guy gets in there, but they're baseball players. Yeah, it's also the hardest sport to play. Uh, yeah, like objectively, like it, it, even sport athletes. I, I don't. Yeah, I guess it's hard to hit the ball that's going really fast. But I feel like. At least for me, I I get very overwhelmed in contact sports situations. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, the guy almost died for the Bills this year. He had the cardiac arrest. People yeah. were freaked out about that. Got on their pedestals for a little bit and yelled. But you know what? Like that's a freak accident. It doesn't happen, and it is a violent sport. Like that's they're the modern day gladiators. That's basically what we're watching. Yeah. And it And that's is, why everyone loves it and that's why it makes so I, much money. Right? And it's exciting. It is. Mm-hmm. The way when you understand the sport and the nuances, um, it's really awesome. I I What do you I think of the it. Super Bowl this year? It was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. Very exciting. But it really felt like it sucks it, that it ended on a technical thing that not a lot of people could understand. They were just so. also such a well-matched team that yeah. it felt like if they had another seven minutes, it would have been the Eagles on top. Well, that's, Seven seconds. Seven seconds or that's whatever. That's how football is. I mean, that's... It that's, just feels like it should be more... It feels like football should be more like basketball where it's like we have... It's best of seven or best of four or five. You know? Oh, for oh, interesting. No, yeah. they're too brutal. You can't think it's they. They even <laughs> even moving to eighteen game regular seasons a lot. These people. Yeah, the, the players fight against it. How many games do they play a season? 16. 17. 17. How is that possible? Because how how many teams are there? Thirty two. So they don't all play each other. No. No, of course not. Crazy. That'd be crazy. 
Um, no, I mean, it's just a fun sport. It's cool. I love it. How I are the dabs stop. treating you? I love these dabs. I, I, that's why I ordered when we it. Show, when we showed up, I was like, I brought dabs. And you were like, I don't know if I've ever done one. I really haven't. I'm Not like, like this. It, it's kind of like VR. It's good. The longer you wait, like, the better the experience is going to be for you. Because, like, dabs <laughs> sucked before these devices that could, like. I didn't do them. You had to have a fucking blowtorch and a fucking thermostat Fuck and a goddamn like, timer. a timer and all this stuff and marbles and like all this <laughs> shit. Like this, you just need some Q-tips. You got to clean it out every now and then if you're good about that. Pipe cleaner would work, huh? Um, no yeah, Q-tips, you're saying, with alcohol. Yeah, I just put a little alcohol on there. and. I got to get dabs now. Yeah, yeah. Can you make your own dabs, right? Yeah. Is that a thing you can do? Yeah. We could get into that. I think that's what we should get into. I think that's what I'm going to do because I can get butt easily. So, like, yeah, we so just can make we. Yeah. Dabs. I think yeah. we should do that. I think you just need, like, a hydraulic press or something. Yeah. What the fuck? It's, it's, I, I think it's a fairly easy thing to do. <laughs> so, hydraulic, you mean? But like a rosin smushes? press. Yeah, where you just, like, you put, like, a pound in ah, there. and you end up, device. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And yes. it just yes. does something to it. I don't know. But basically, we were saying, like, I don't know. For me, like... I resisted them for a long time because it's also expensive, but they treat me differently. They give me energy as opposed to like take it away a little bit, you know? I mm. think there's something about the concentrate and just like bypassing the bud completely and you're just. I gonna, like it. Yeah. It's clean. It's a clean high. I want to learn how to make it. Let's do it. Let's, let's. I'm going to do it. Well, that's the other thing. The old models of extraction. Like they've come a long way, and there's a yeah, way to course. do this with water now, where you have to do it with alcohol. I have a really good water purifier machine thing. <laughs> we'll use the purest water. The purest of waters. We'll, we'll pray on that water. I'll order <laughs> bottled water, and then we can make it like, super fancy. <coughs> I like it though. I gotta say, this this combined with this acid, I'm fucking flying. That sounds fun. On, on the last podcast, I was like, "Wow, we did it." We got through it. I, I I held my shit together. This one, you're like, I'm and not I'm, so I'm sure. Like, you're like, this one, I'm way crazy too crazy right now. It's a good time. Yeah. No, I love it. All right. Well, welcome to the very podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, that no, sounds no, right. No. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds right. At yeah. the end of the last one, I was like, all right, this one's very, that was good. And I was like, wait, not so fast. <laughs> not so fast. You guys are getting higher. Yeah. Well, that's what I, that, I mean. The way I think of it, if we're going to do one for your podcast and one for uh one for the synchronicity and we're one for, for the us. degenerates but doesn't it feel like uh like you would first have synchronicities and then you would devolve into very <laughs> like that's what it feels <laughs> like like i knew it i was like the longer we do this and the more dabs i do it'll just it'll just fucking a little dab it. will do you oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's awesome but you know you know us we don't care we're loose as fuck yeah, we don't, e- we don't even have 300 episodes yet we've been doing this for how fucking is that it, we've been doing this for nine years i'm like no how, but, How is that but that's not true. Like we'll stop for a while. Uh, maybe we started doubling up on maybe we've done. No, the- yeah, we're, we're I probably on episode once. like four hundred. <laughs> I don't think there's no way you guys haven't done we're, that. This maybe. is episode what two ninety seven or something. No. Yeah, yeah, but we. That's not right. I don't know. I. I it is. I, I did you miscount? Well, that's we, what I'm, by a hundred. We did a hundred episodes of the come up within the middle. That's of true. It. Oh, so like God, you know yeah. like we we've done other things. That's what I'm thinking of too. Yeah, yeah. That counts. I mean, you guys have done as much. I do think yeah. it's difficult to continue to podcast and speak regularly. It It's something that I most people don't do, right? Like it's yeah. like podcasts don't last for 10 years for most people. They run well, out of shit to talk about. Especially when they start off thinking they know something. 
And we probably start off thinking we know something too, but now we're just like, we don't know anything. Hang out with us. That's the thing. But it, I'm thinking I should probably know a little more than I know. Well, we know, we know a good amount of stuff. <laughs> we just don't feel the need to be like, like I would value, to me, I value a good time over someone that knows a good amount of stuff. That's true too. Like the hanging out aspect I think is more important for people. Like it's the vibe of that is is that's why I like streaming a lot because like it is more of like a hangout that you can listen to music, you can smoke, you can have people ask questions. I was pulling up charts for people, just like shit you would do. Uh, I want to get down with that. It's that fun. fun and yeah. like that to me is bet more better mm. than like listen yeah. i know this yeah. i know that like there's a time and place for that if i want to learn something specific but i probably wouldn't really li- necessarily listen to a podcast for that i'd probably just get like a book or something or you would maybe have someone on your podcast and we've did done that, that for a while we've all did that like our how many i mean our That's first nice. 200 episodes were guests me only. too me too and then me i too. was just like the thing is, we get our guests too comfortable, and then they're like, "You know what? Actually, <laughs> oh, is that that's happened to me a couple it happens of times? To us too many times to me. Oh my god! I had someone who quit because I, I, she came over. This is when what I was do you mean quit her, the podcast? Like this is what happened. So halfway through the podcast, come on, let him tell. Wish, okay, this I'm is what sorry. she does. I'm I like, I try to be cool, and Cass is like, "Stop! <laughs> tell me the end. Come on." I <laughs> wish it was halfway through. So I had this weed. Uh, green crack, I think it was, or something like that. The good stuff. And I was like, listen, do you smoke weed? And she's like, yeah, 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 smoke. I'm like, yeah, but this is really strong. Oh, So no. I go outside, <laughs> smoked weed, come inside. I had a really nice setup, two mics on stands on a table across from each other. And, you know, I start off, I asked her a normal question. I was like, hey, thanks for coming on. You know, she was uh, like a nutritionist or something, some spiritual thing with that. And... <laughs> She, I can see already, she's rocking back and forth like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just looking as scared as a human being could possibly be, going like, <laughs> and so oh. then I'm like, you know, what's going on? She's like, <laughs> like, and it, I think maybe it lasted like two minutes. We ended up recording the whole thing. No way. With this going on. Yeah, and then yeah. afterwards, like, I drove her back to the train station and she was blazed. I was just like, I leveled with her. And I was like, listen, like, you know, like, I can't put this out. Like, yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, thank you so much. Like, you know, I got really too high. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was just like, I'm, I'm sure I have the recording somewhere. It's one of the funniest, like, it was really hard for me because you're yeah. trying to like inter like not interview but like talk to someone who's clearly like who knows what's going on in their head at I that know, point. and they were just trying to be cool and hang with you. Like that's uh, yeah. honestly we've done that in our movies. And Sean's done it so many times I could choke him. Yeah, really. I get so mad because we get these like amazing people and he's like getting having them hit the bong with him beforehand and then you just oh, lose them and I'm like, well, we yeah. just fucking lost this scene that I coordinated. Yeah. That's the thing, <laughs> yeah. like. We've done it with podcasts, but I mean, not too many of our podcasts have hit the like completely like, oh, that will never come out. It's happened a couple of times. We once had a guest like 15 minutes into the podcast, the thing just like we started arguing and I was just like, stop. Really? Yeah. What did you argue about? Um, she was trying to, de- she misread the situation, was trying to defend Cass, like white knight for Cass. Like, hey, just let her speak for Look, herself. we have a I fucked think- up dynamic and people don't like yeah, it. Yeah, like, like people are like, <laughs> I'm like this I woman send, was just trying to be I consent to my fucked up dynamic it's with like Sean. the honeymooners. Bam, 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 straight to the moon. I, I think she just didn't realize like how she, deep we are Sean in this was basically thing. like 
airing my dirty laundry and in she a way. got upset about and she was it. just like i just want to make can we just pause the podcast and make sure that like Cass consents to you sharing this what? and, 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 I'm, like, and like, I'm like oh Cass in a relationship uh, i'm like I, he has a blanket consent form it's fine but like it just got onto this weird weird vibe of like she was like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to and i was like no oh, it's all good sean shut down sean satch mooned her ass. i just hard. couldn't do it it's i was just like when all right people are weird about that why would I'm like, don't come into my place and start like. Don't act. Don't start acting like my girlfriend's you? a victim. Yeah, like we were having a good time, and it was so such a fucking 180 that it threw me off. And I was like, kind of charmed by it. I was like, oh, this is sweet. Kind of sweet. She she yeah, really yeah. cares for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a sweet. But we've had one where we where we got this dude too high, and he just didn't say anything the whole time. So that happens. And I just let him off the hook. I was like, yeah, I think that the audio didn't work out. And he was like, oh, really? And like, you don't remember? You didn't say anything. You sounded like shit. And then. There was another one I did uh, with a mutual friend, Zoe, where she was like, we've done this. Like, we're on acid right now. I'm on Dab's acid fucking Kratom. Like, I do these things drugged out all the time. I never really tried to podcast in ketamine at the same time. That's so stupid. But Zoe was like, we were doing a podcast. She was like, let's rip a couple lines like during it. And I was just like. I don't remember that. I never put it out. No No. one ever has seen it. We recorded (laughs) for fucking an hour and a half. I was in a K-hole and she she didn't skip a beat. She just fucking kept going and going like, you know, her like. That's it didn't rattle her whatsoever. I was just like sitting there in a K-hole. I'm like, I'm not putting this out. The thing like, is, we genuinely have <laughs> had times where the sound has been fucked up. And it is yeah, unfortunate yeah, when that happens. Yeah, like, so there course. are people that we haven't put it out with. It's because the sound did get fucked up. No, no, up. no. You're just trying to cover your bases. Being like that. <laughs> the people who are like, I just had a shitty podcast with them. <laughs> no, I've had audio not work. I've had things where I didn't record by oh, accident yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. to go back and lie and be like the audio didn't work yeah. it's like I just didn't hit record on <laughs> oh that. my god sorry yeah someone um, did that to us and I fucking was it's just like, really not cool never again you can't capture the same energy when you're redoing something oh, yeah, from before it's yeah. really hard and like but yeah I mean for the most part it's been pretty smooth sailing but yeah you just like for, for me like at least what I've been doing for the past couple of years if I have something that I feel like is useful to say then i'll do it and because of that it's scaled back like two years ago i was doing like three four a week like a lunatic i remember but it's because i had shit to say and so i i would hope at this point like everything that i'm putting out at least carries that resonance i have like a narcissistic thing that i can tell if like it's good i'll listen to it i don't Mm. listen to all my episodes but if i can listen to it and like get through and be like that was good then i'm like that is definitely very good because if i can tolerate me talking for 45 minutes then i'm sure that like it's palatable for like a large enough group of people people but yeah i mean it's it's a weird thing to do but it does fill some fulfill some creative itch. it's kind of like journaling it It it, is like journaling. it's like it helps me not take my thoughts so seriously yeah because if if I didn't just because I don't want to repeat myself on here, so oh, I just we try do. to get we no, we, we do, but like I try to keep it moving. <laughs> so I'm not going to stagnate in any like I don't know just one area of thinking for too long because it's just like okay let's move on. I already talked about that. We already got into that like yeah that kind of thing. So uh, it's it's helped me with it's kind of probably like what you were saying about journaling. It's it is really, a reaffirming way to like get your thoughts out if you're comfortable doing it too i mean i think also we would all agree that like the best ones we've done of these like with anyone is like where the conversation is just flowing as it would without it and you're unaware 
that something is even being recorded mm -hmm. because those are, which goes back to my philosophy of I just want everything to be recorded all the time because I think you'd capture like, you'd capture so Prince many style. amazing things. That's a Prince Yeah, stage. because it's fucking awesome. Like if you do that, like you're, there's those moments and I don't think everything should be like commodified as content or anything, yeah, yeah. but those magical moments when they happen are priceless and I like that kind of idea God, of, of yeah. being able to do it, but. I remember being in our apartment some at some point and just being like, God, I hope our neighbors aren't recording this. <laughs> Do you ever have the moment where you're just like, I am not an advanced being. I'm not only basic, but I'm kind of a bitch. I'm judgmental. <laughs> like, I got, like, I got, I'm gnarly. Like, I'm not <laughs> in a good place. And just feeling like, God, I talk so much shit. Yeah. yeah if yeah. anyone were to record this, I would just be so humiliated. Yeah. And luckily I've become more aligned where I don't have those moments as much anymore where I'm just like, wow, I'm not. We also aren't sharing a paper thin wall with a neighbor in New York so City. So maybe I'm anymore. not even thinking about it anymore. Like it really affects your consciousness. That dude was kind of weird, right? Yeah. I mean, he was pretty we chill. Were we were weird. We were weird. Yeah. We were I can only the imagine neighbors what this guy. from fucking hell. This dude really pretty much was quiet. Except he, for the weekend. He'd go out on, on Friday night from like 10 till midnight. He would just play. <laughs> I'm with it. We once but, saw him out there. Uh, yeah, we were once out, and, and like a party was starting at 4 a.m. We were out, and he was the DJ, and I was like, oh, oh no that's shit. what he's practicing all the time. Okay, whatever. Cool. Yeah. But this this motherfucker, sharing a, we shared a wall with him for eight years. Yeah. He knew everything about us. I really didn't ever really know anything about him. Like, you know what I mean? He it would was, talk about to his mom. Though. He would He'd talk like, to his mom. He'd be like, no, what the fuck? Like, I think his parents were paying for his shit, you know? So, like, he would I get in arguments it. with them every now and then. But I love there was no that. drama in his life. He's hearing us go in and out of throuples, yeah. fucking weird drugs. Drugs. Things. drugs. Fucking the nitrous, nitrous tank. Oh, the nitrous era of our life. <laughs> like, at uh, That's I mean, so funny to think about. Yeah, that there, that there's a dude sleeping on the other end of us partying till six in the morning, finishing a nitrous regularly. tank regularly. Regularly, yeah. But man, those tanks. Oh, some of the best. Did times. you ever get a tank up here? No. I mean, uh, uh, a few oh, people at Dreamland yeah. did. Okay. I I never did. I it's still have a ton way. of whippets and stuff. I haven't done it in forever. The whippets aren't the same. Oh, like no, once of you've once you've had like medicinal grade, Trust like a me. fucking I mean, twenty pound tank, like what they would be selling. I on remember the, lot. the first time. <laughs> you ever well, i was in cali and you you guys hit me up and i was very reticent but i was like all right we'll do it one we'll co-invest in one denise still talks about like the one of the best times of her life in her career of doing stuff was that weekend uh when the i mean it was insane it was like the most magical yeah the vibe really, that was that, created that's for awesome. her from her it's very high praise that's very high that praise. is career. very that is very high praise because yeah, she was coming in on something i like, know she was approaching and a I was like, very and, weird and we is like you guys didn't come the next night because you but you probably had had your fill you know <laughs> that was like a bender too <laughs> insane wow. I mean, we kept it going that is but as for a girl who DJs and parties and oh, it's very been connected. on the club scene for 20 years. And then she, so what she, I want, just let me have this soak in. What she did she just say said about that it? Like it was one of like the most magical places. She came to all these realizations. She's never felt like that on that combination before. It was mm. like, a and I, I, I also realized that a, a lot about altered states. I was actually thinking the other day about our shaman times oh, and how yeah. weird and like organic those, it's not about the substance so much. It's about like getting your consciousness tuned to a certain kind of level. And that's like the best part of doing these things socially that I've found. And 
that's not like necessarily drug specific. Like they can mm-hmm. help create those situations. But there's a ton of times where like I've done other drugs and someone will remark to me that like this feels like we're doing Molly. It feels like we're doing MDMA. It's and, such a love vibe. Yeah. And I think like that's what like frequency we're able to tune ourselves yeah. to. And I think a long time ago I realized that like I think I naturally most of the time, not all the time, but vibrate closer to that frequency and so like that allows situations like i'm sure as you guys too, to to mm. evolve in that way which people yeah. are really if they're not familiar with if your drug scenes have always been kind of different or just about partying talk about safe space you know what i mean totally. that's what we try to totally. create a safe space for people to explore their consciousness and yes. like the people we have around us or would want at our apartment like you and like joey and like daniel or like josh the, craig and josh craig like yeah. the brightest most loving people you could ever imagine yeah. and then we're like all loving on a band together totally. on balance Valentine's Day, right? So we, our first tank of nitrous right before they shut down the fucking world too yeah right i i thought we caused covid we had such a good time <laughs> and like, i was we, like did we do, do this everyone thinks they caused covid because everyone collectively <laughs> Did, yeah. needed something yeah, yeah, to yeah. shift it's so true energetically yeah yeah but that yeah that was like the last good time that was one of the best weekends i've ever had we took molly i think that was we were doing ketamine i guess we were doing yes, ketamine yes, back yes, then yes, oh yes yes yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes and yes, and yes, the yes. nitrous i remember fucking i had a screening of our movies uh joshua tree and sweet nothing down the road yeah we watched that yeah we were remember. like at the screening and i had to leave in the middle of the screening because the fucking nitrous guy was like i'm outside and, and i was like all right and i had to like run over there and collect the nitrous tank and then fucking stash it upstairs and like i couldn't even sit through the screening i was so excited to go just fucking do that whole thing man yeah it was good ignorance was bliss and then you know you start to feel into like is this doing something i don't know (laughs) but like i I was the first one to go i was like don't do this everyone naturally fell off though i think yeah and i think you can go through phases but i just i don't know there it was a moment in time with the with that those tanks that were just perfect <laughs> and everyone came out of it the same too no one was like continuing on like no. their weird nitrous benders so like it it clearly was like a very pure awesome time man that was oh god no you were the best you know what nitrous is like <laughs> oh, god. Oh, okay. oh yeah oh my god <laughs> oh, you gotta pick out all the weird you were like uh, you were like in the matrix <laughs> like, <laughs> oh wait, okay hold on yes okay oh, oh. yeah no oh, but, that makes sense except then. we do have that photo of noah <laughs> On nitrous with like a balloon in his hand, or like a balloon in his hand, snorting ketamine, just like falling into the table, and then like Joey and Seabass yeah, trying we, to collect. No, 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 that was Joe. Joe. That's Joe. That but you Joe. definitely no, did do you... that. No, you definitely did do that. No, there yeah. was <laughs> one time. One, I know exactly what happened. I, I remember, remember it, this. Like yesterday, I was on a fair amount of nitrous, and I went and did a line of K, and. I remember in my head thinking, oh, this is Brahma consciousness. Here I've created, I'm a deity. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) My physical body at this time is falling over, coming about this far from the table. I realize it right at the last moment and I go, no, he did not realize it. We had to save his life. It looked like he did a line and just kept (laughs) doing it. And 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 it, that's what happens. That's what happens. God, the and it's so of funny. Times. I would make fun of him, and then I'd be doing the same fucking. Of course, thing. it's On impossible. The not fifth, to. the fifth balloon that Sean, or maybe it was the third. Sean would do have a balloon, be filling up another balloon, lose consciousness yes. while filling up the other yes. balloon. That balloon pops. Yeah, he said like that like three times, and then I was, one of the times I was like, "We're not doing this anymore." this is done i'm like i'm fine no i'm like we're you're fucking done you're cut off this is you're lucky you have her i know this because like you i know you and me 
you've done this with many people, but late into the night, unrestricted, unchecked, it just keeps oh, going oh, and yeah. going and going. We were up all night. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world, though. I mean, and I think like no the truth is, is like <laughs> it is like responsible. As crazy as the, all this stuff sounds, like no one got hurt, no one did anything crazy. I mean, who knows how many brain cells we have left? I don't know if it even mm. has to do with that. I also felt like a lot of those experiences <laughs> were expansive for me (laughs) in a lot of ways like spiritually like they didn't feel just like being degenerates now there is a certain level of degeneracy we acknowledge this when you're just snorting well we had to push it to the lines like i think we all did we all pushed had some very yeah like deep realizations about life and who i want to be and what life is about like totally i definitely took something away from all those experiences and i don't honestly think i regret it i still have my eyesight thankfully what does that go what does that go with nitrous yeah I don't know about that. It case. does. I don't know. It does. There's some of these hippies are out there doing this shit for 70 years. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not doing know. it, but I mean. I think it depletes your B12 to a dangerously I mean, what low. What does it yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are vegan too, right? Yeah, we take B12. I'm still trying to build it back up. Yeah. Yeah, the B12, I know you got to get. You got to get. Yeah, I don't know. I, I always found them, those to be very. And like we were talking about, we don't really do it anymore either of those things it's been a long time for me it's yeah. like you dabble here and there but like well we dabbled with ketamine i told you i was scared i said i rather thought it so long because it's just like doesn't something that doesn't well i kept also having those dmt ghosts come back when i yeah. got it the past that's why Ooh. i stopped doing it i was like you know what i'm gonna stay away from this weird alien space for a little bit because there's something out there and i don't need yeah. to be going into that right <laughs> something now. hovering yeah. around my being what at all is... times i think what happened to me with ketamine is similar to what happened to me with nitrous where it goes from expansive 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 to contracting contracting yes. contracting and mm. i don't want contraction that's i don't the like of any drug yeah well that's the ride of all drugs I and sometimes it really takes experience. place over the course of a decade or, or a two months or people. a lifetime it could be for yeah. people for like diminishing us, returns it's like a, <laughs> Eight month thing, <laughs> yeah. Because we burn it out. You yeah. burn that. I'm okay with that way of being for me because it's like burn it out responsibly. Like don't let. Also, I think with any substance, anything you're doing, it could be coffee. If it's affecting your personal responsibilities and relationships, like don't do that. Yeah. That's that one in particular. One. That's fucks number with one. My everything more than anything. If I drink coffee in the morning, like you. The world is getting a different version of me that I don't yeah. particularly like, so I'd avoid it. Yeah. I like coffee. I'd drink it. I'd go through phases with that, too. I just feel like, again, it, we were talking about it in the other one, but, like, it is your belief. You could have mm-hmm. – you could be, like, Hunter S. Thompson. Hopefully you don't kill yourself, but, like, have the craziest drug or Winston Churchill. Craziest buffet just as of anything. And if you own that as an identity and feel comfortable in it, it shouldn't – really fuck you up in the way that you would think it would fuck you up. There you know could be someone who's an incredible living example of this. Bert Kreischer, the comedian. Yeah. Well, yeah, well time old. will tell. He's, what I don't know if him. he's going to yeah. last that long. He's 48, 49. Oh, I think he just turned 50. He can party as hardy as anyone his age. I'll tell you that. But oh, yes. that type of partying, I don't know. There's no way it can last. But there are people, listen, look at like Keith Richards some and people Mick Jagger. Need, some yeah. people also need less. Like, some people can operate well 
drinking and then having five hours of sleep. I personally right. will be right. fucked up for a week off that. Yeah. I wonder um, if we yeah. believed differently about ourselves, if we could change that aspect. If you're I like, don't I know. just believe, but who, you don't want to. That's the difference. I, I think you, know. you don't want to. Like, well, if you've you made wanted... an ag- agreement at the highest levels <clears throat> that that ain't right oh, for yeah, you. Oh well, yeah, like, well, when you grow up with a dad who drinks too much, you're just like. You're turned off by it. You're turned off. You're not only turned off by it, but you have this inherent fear <clears throat> that you're like, am I like that? Am I someone who like, I mean, it was very described very simply to me is like, there's the people who drink to a certain point and they're like, okay, I've had enough. And there's people who drink to a certain point and they're like, I'm going to have more. And it's just like kind of where your brain switches in that direction. You don't strike me as an alcoholic. Your dad doesn't particularly strike me as an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. I quit drinking after a bender, but I took eight shots in the first 10 minutes of sitting down. Like Jesus Christ. I mean, this is amateur story. This is a high school. (laughs) That's high school. That's high school. school, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She didn't know any. I once drank a a handle of uh, absolute and had a really rough go of things. Damn. I could drink like a motherfucker in high school. By far my best drinking days. Yeah. That's when you're suited for it. Your body is ready for this poison. I can (laughs) drink now. You know, it's really drinkable. I haven't done it in a little bit. Mezcal. mezcal, That's what you always say. We have to have a mezcal night. I'm like planning my drinking night. is ready. I mean, it's, it's those. I mean, you know how lame we are. We went out to a Mexican restaurant and Mare ordered a non-alcoholic tequila on the rocks <laughs> and Cass ordered a non-alcoholic tequila Because they have non-alcoholic tequila now. Gross, Cass. <laughs> I kind of like Who it. wants anything to do with tequila besides the alcohol? That's kind of <laughs> what I thought. The second I sipped it, I was like, whoa. God it's like brought back all those fucking, talk about ghosts. It's like, like with ketamine for you. Oh, like that, that's alcohol. how it is. Like alcohols for me. I smell it. It and I'm really like, oh. does feel like with alcohol, like this whole thing of spirits. Yeah. Like you make your, you become porous. You make your body yes. like welcome to yes. spirits. And honestly, Vulnerable. I don't like the spirits that yeah. inhabit people when they're drinking. I, I That's fair. But I, I think you're open to everything. It's just where you direct that. It can be a creative vessel. I have found that. It can be a social lubricant in a positive way. Oh, I love the rose colored glasses you get, you know, where you're like, whoa. I Like I remember drinking a couple beers the other, I don't know, last year or sometime. <laughs> and just being like, oh, I get this. Like I get why people like drinking because it is like you're happy and things someone just invited us out for drinks tonight and we both got that like little yeah i mean fucking it's sprinkle because well, i go in there and i say do you have any al- an al- non-alcoholic beer and they say yeah and you, they give you a heineken that looks like a real heineken and you're like i'm a badass i'm a badass i'm a badass let me get a candy cigarette <laughs> yeah i do i i go into bars now and i order a non-alcoholic beer and i feel i feel drunk i take two sips and i'm that's like that's interesting I'm drunk. too it's that's so weird too that there is that kind of effect of being in the environment. You're all like cocky. You're just like standing with a little bit of a swagger all of a sudden. You get a DWI. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the spirit stuff is true for sure. It definitely opens you up to the spirit realm. And I think each one probably has its associated kind of like energetic imprint, which is why I think different types of alcohol have different effects you know, for if, but at a certain point, you, if you're not perceptive of that, like we all know the qualities of alcohol, what they provide, like it's mm-hmm. not like nuanced, yeah. but yeah, it can be really mess. Mezcal feels like a kind of like a very mystical it's, you can track its source, which I think is rare for a lot of things. Like you can go back. Okay. This comes from like a maternal, like matriarchal system that we know comes from this plant in this place and that's what you're getting. It's like that's mushrooms. It's like the exactly. mushrooms of alcohol. Exactly. So, exactly. <clears throat> talking about TikTok, which we did on part one. Yeah. On synchronicity. Um, <laughs> 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 
No, I came across a TikTok the other day that was a woman saying, you know, things I now won't not do now that I'm a uh, psychic medium or something. And she's like, ground my alcoholic beverages and do like a kind mm. of prayer with the alcoholic beverages before consuming them. That's Cause, smart. Because mm. you think about it, you're inviting spirits. It's this altered state. It is, a, you know, it's like maybe you can... I don't know what people like to do. They go, ah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. A little torping and soplar. Yeah. <laughs> to just fucking scare them off, the, just, uh, the pesky ones. May this alcohol be in harmony with the... <laughs> with the best night of my life. With the best night yeah. of my life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, I mean, we've been with Mare for two and a half years, and the whole time we've talked about getting drunk together. We oh, treat yeah. it so much more seriously than any psychedelic. No. no, same as us. Like, yeah. except she's different than us. We started drinking more after we were twenty-one. She stopped drinking when she was twenty-one. Yeah, she was like, I've she's done like, enough. She's like, I. She was a alcoholic in high school. She's like, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. And, and just doesn't care about it. Kind of like us. High school. Wow. Fuck, man. Yeah, it was fun in high school. Like that's what you had yeah. access to too. Like, and that's when you're feeling like you're being bad. And that's where you really need the you social liber- lubricant of anything to like feel sexy times. Sexy times. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I think that, that it kind of creates that pattern for a lot of people though because i never drank in high school so like i never associated alcohol with sexy times or making out with girls or being closer with anyone like or like but i do see people that have drank in high school they get frozen in time and frozen in the hometown mentality and trying to relive those good times i also think there's a lot of people i would guess who don't really have sex unless they're drunk Oh yeah. I mean, oh, drunk sex is not yeah. particularly like my favorite types of sex. I can't remember having drunk sex. I know I've done it. I know I've done it. We've had like, some drunk sex that I was like, "This is a little freaky." I like yeah, it. Yeah, it gets you know lo- I mean? it gets looser for yeah. sure. You yeah. can get a little more wild. That there's less boundaries, but yeah, sloppy. It's sloppy. sloppy. I used to think that like, oh, I need to be drunk to like hook up with girls and stuff. And once I realized I don't. I was like, I never need to drink alcohol again. You're like, this has lost its only And also, function. the only yeah. <laughs> reason I will drink alcohol is uh, if I'm not if I'm not guaranteed to have sex, I'm like, there's no point in getting drunk. Do you know what I mean? Also, she won't even touch it unless the sex is on the table. Yeah, because... I hear you. You that... like the... Okay, that's cool. That's totally fine. The last time I got drunk, it was during <laughs> the second to last week of the season for the Dolphins game. And I had scotch, and they lost in miserable fashion, and I devolved into... A crying baby. The worst. <laughs> my kids were here, and I just was, like, collapsing into myself. Oh, man. Everyone the next day was like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I started hitting the scotch in a bad downward trajectory. Oh, it was so comically God. funny, and, like, Denise was like, I've never seen you like that. Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Like, it was just this weird moment that I had to live out in the dolphin's misery back to my day of my 20s and stuff Jesus it was hilarious Christ. and well, never you have happens. a lot of misery for all the shit you talk on the jets oh god there's <laughs> so much there's so much but i mean and we lost to the jets i believe no no we beat the jets that week i forget who we lost to. it was so bad all they had to do was win one game they eventually made it somehow the playoffs but yeah it was like a funny alcohol experience that was like and thank god this is not my relationship to it like think mm. like i usually like if i go out to eat um i'll get a glass of scotch every you know few times and it's nice i like it it's cool but i i definitely could not be a regular drinker i've never mm. been it's just something that's too taxing i need time. to i need to 
cut down on my judgment of people who drink. Yeah, like, they're I, fine I, too. I was on a business call today and the guy was like, I can't wait to drink this weekend. And I almost just like, I almost I gave him, like I almost it. was like, hey, can I ship you some Molly? Like I almost just had one of those moments where I was just like, <laughs> wait, what? You're going to, wait, you can't wait to drink? Wait, what? Oh, wait, why? Yeah, What's what? wrong? What's the Are matter? You okay? right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is a cultural thing. I mean, it's the most easily accessible narcotic. I mean, alt. I mean, that's the easiest thing you can find once you're 21 in this country. It's also one of the most destructive, like most destructive. Easily, easily. Most we spoke about it. Yeah, Yeah. you can literally die from alcohol withdrawals. Like, and also what it does to families, what it does to relationships, what it does how men. And women are towards their children when they're drunk. It's you lose the sensibility of like how to like you lose the awareness of how you become, all the actions you, you are can impacting. when you're stressed by the stresses of life become really unkind and a monster and be like, you know, it's like very corrupting to be a child to see your parent become a different person. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that with the brain injury stuff, too. Yeah. That's the scariest thing, I think, for anyone to have to go through or hardest thing is when you see someone you love change their fundamental personality. It's very, Mm. that's why schizophrenia is really terrifying for a lot of people because it's like you're moving through these different, there's no, like, who is this? What are they going to do? How are they going to react? That predictability or reliability is important for human relationships because it allows trust to be built. And like, yeah, yeah, it's, and that's where you got to also be sensitive to like people who, take mental health or like take drugs to kind of level themselves out because you don't know what it's like to be a different person or for their family to see a different person. It's Mm -hmm. like, we think like, Oh, we're all over pharmacologized. I do believe that we probably are, but it's also like these antidepressants save people's lives and their relationships and so many things. They can. I I do think it's belief. I think it's like anything. It's like you have to hold yourself accountable be aware of what you're doing and then be aware of what you're believing and what you feel can coexist with each other harmoniously or otherwise. But like (laughs) you do have to, to take that kind of like step to investigate any behavior that you're engaging in alcohol, nicotine. I listen, I'm smoking cigarettes now. I see that. Doing it since Turkey. Have you tried one of these yet? Did we give you last time? He did. He doesn't like it. I, last time we did one, (laughs) the the last time I did it. Every time you try to tell me, I don't do it. You have never tried it? No. I'm like, I don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. But the last time I did it, the last time I did it was here and I felt so sick after and I was like, I'm never doing it. She was like, I'm not doing it That's why I don't do it because that's always my experience with that shit. Like anything where I'm putting anything in my mouth that's like a it just makes me nauseous. Oh uh, yeah, I could see it. It's just probably not even for the rape. That shit would fucking that'll get fuck you. Fuck me up. We gave that to you. you. Oh, so many times. And That's like, how I ended up on these. Did, have we given uh, Noah Chilcagwe yet? No, I don't. Want Their little spray. No. Yeah, no, come on, Noah. The eye on, spray? For the podcast. Hell no. Fuck no. I'm not doing anything weird now. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it's for the podcast. It's for the podcast. Yeah. That's what you said when you got me on the DMT and <laughs> yeah. I did not say that. I did not say this that. Is for content. I never we said that. Recording. We oh should've my been. god, we should have been. Mary was sitting there with the that. mic, like ready to lay down a, a fucking great <laughs> line, and then you're like, "Let me just smoke DMT real quick," and she's like, "Okay, yeah, stand by." 
watch Noah's fuck the fabric of his reality get fucking torn to shreds. Bye bye. Nothing. <laughs> you so, tried to make out with Mara. I had to. Sean was. Like, I'm pretty Go sure get I your boy. Was convinced she was Denise at some point. Oh I yeah, definitely. It was like, you you asked didn't me know who was hair. who. I couldn't tell what was going on. You asked yeah. me to move in with you. Yeah. Thought you were Denise at one <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who's a female definitely embodied any archetypal energy in my life, <laughs> which is a common theme for me. I think a lot in in psychedelics is like those archetypal energies that are pushed through your relationships in life you i always do seem to like they mush together in a weird way oh yeah not always comfortably but uh it's, yeah it's a thing i've seen countless times too when people are coming back from a particularly far out dmt trip is like them clinging to like who is who like do i have a girlfriend we have cousins like who you know like that like just like just trying to get very basic shit in order and i think that the gr- the wave of gratitude comes right after that it's the stuff that really starts to wear off and you're like yeah well cuz even visually <sighs> your reality when you open your eyes can be like a cartoon like you're like oh this isn't as i've never done it I, i've smoked dmt probably 20 times and come on one time i opened really? my eyes I opened my eyes one time it's and it so was because fractally and weird. Well, we were it's down like at cartoon. the park and we had this pen and I was like, someone had sent it to us. I was like, I don't even know if this works. And I have those, probably that same We pen. should smoke the pen. I think I have that same. Yeah. <laughs> Cass is a wild one. Jesus. But, but I smoked it and I was like, whoa. I was like, all I could say, it was like, it works. And I handed it to Mare and Mare did it and kept her eyes open and was just looking up at the clouds. And she was like, you have to do this. And so I was like, all right. So I smoked it again and got a blast off and just looked at the clouds. And it's insane. It's fucking insane. You can see what they're made of. You can see like, whoa, those are made of tiny little patterns. Like, like, and they're dripping out of the sky and like. Cerebral patterns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We met Steve Brule. Yes, I know you guys. That's so cool. I I remember seeing John C. Riley. Oh, Cass's bestie. Yeah, yeah, I saw those those interviews. We had a great time. That's so bad. Did we ever tell you we met Dean Ween? No, we did. Talk about when? manifestation. I know. I this was a, this was like maybe the peak of our our manifesting powers. We were just like <laughs> we were coming out of the quarantine. Kurt Vile was fucking like our bestie all of yep, a sudden, yep. which seemed like we manifested that. Yep. And um, yeah, Ween was playing two shows in Philly, wow. and we were like, Kurt, let's go to one of the shows. And he was like, film me at the show. I'll, we'll go back and talk to Dean after. And I was like, okay. Wow. So we just brought our camera right into the show, got backstage. Wow. I was hanging out, smoking a joint behind the boognish that, that, like, that they have behind the drummer. I was back there smoking a joint. I'm like, this is a peak moment in my life. So amazing. Incredible. It really and works. then fucking we just... So we go to hang out with Dean Ween, and I was so nervous, and I was like, I'm just going to hang back or whatever, and I was trying to fall back, but then he was like, oh, no, everyone come in. We go in, and he just locks eyes with Cass. He's like, I know you, and he just was obsessed. He loves Cass. He loved me because he thought he knew me. I don't know why, but he just like was like, we know each other, and I'm like, future That's memory. So I'm yeah. Europe. Yeah. We might have a love affair down in the line. <laughs> oh, right down the line. That's right down so the line. cool. Yeah. 
That's badass. I love Ween. I hope they are they going back on tour. Is it? They are. Always, they play. They play like uh, three. Towns. They play residencies only. They do. Do they right. go into a town and play three shows once a month? So they'll. You know, that's like thirty six yeah. shows a year. I would love to go. But again. they're they're going to be playing a go. festival. Yeah. We got to go. Oh, we gotta go. yeah, we got to oh, go. Maybe it's we should so go fun. to that Scranton thing. You were at our first. You know, that was our second time weaning, seeing Ween. We've seen them eight times now. I believe that. And, that sounds accurate. And yeah, we're going for more. We. we I would it. love to. I mean, it was. That was they were uh, one of the probably the best live band I'd have ever seen. I like, can't imagine be a better live band. That was the best show I've ever been to. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it just oh, Molly, I don't, I'm sure Molly helped. Sure, but Molly, like, Molly, 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 Molly. But there but was if they so sucked, if they sucked many. The space, by the way, is like one of my least favorite venues. I it's hate, I hate Terminal, Terminal Five, Five too. Yeah. I don't. There's nothing good about it in yeah. any way, and it was still an awesome show we were the it heart was, of the show we, we just yeah. in the middle of yeah. the crowd the 10 of us which i like, never do really yeah. yeah yeah it was awesome i it was just they were really good they played like almost all the songs i wanted them to play it oh was yeah it was really blast. magical i have yet to see them play demon sweat so that's what i'm keep going mm-hmm. for. eight times and we still haven't seen yeah them. that's a that's a that's a hot that's like a deep cut basically so Wing. fun times to be had yeah Wing fortunes to behold fun times to be had (laughs) (laughs) thanks sean (laughs) i got you my love (laughs) i think you just guys this writing down shit though i am gonna do the dolphins thing oh yeah so tell on our podcast your uh journaling or whatever you just write down pen and paper most important part in my opinion oh you're not typing this this is how noah is manifesting nowadays you're getting the Manifestation techniques from the number one manifester we know. Your iPhone will bill you four ninety (laughs) nine if you take this advice. So yeah, if you listen immediately, (laughs) it just goes there into my bank account. Oh wait, what did you say? You you made an insane amount of money on the last podcast that we just recorded. So oh, you're the money maker. Let's see. Well, no, don't. (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's tell. I mean, who knows? It could have gone down. This is the ride we live in. Oh no, it's gone up another three. We're good. Life is good. It's hard sometimes, but it's good. So you write down, and this goes to the, what I was talking about in the other one. It can be something as crude or as simple as money. You could say, I am effortlessly making X amount of dollars a month. I am blessed. I am happy. I am grateful. Whatever the things. It should be like you'll get a substantial list. It will change over time, but do it every day. Write in a journal. Uh and then just watch what happens. We were talking about how one of the best things you can do about the, like one of the most useful things is that you see your reactions to what it is you're trying to claim or be. So if you say something, even if you really want it, but your natural reaction is to be averse to it or think that it's not possible, like, eh, I don't really know. Like you get to see that. You get to mm-hmm. watch and feel that. And that really is helpful for like being aware of what your actual beliefs are which can go overlooked, like very. And how you're easily. resonating, like there's just so many things. Like I think yeah. we mindlessly sing along to songs that are probably not charged with what our body really totally. should be. You know. Yeah, like, no, I've started to be a little more sensitive to that. Totally. I played this song for Sean the other morning. I was like, this woke up in my head, and then I was like, immediately regretted it. What song is it? You're what? like, it was like you're a liar. Or everybody nice. knows you are a liar. Oh, the evens. And then I, I was just like, that was a nasty song to wake Sean up with. <laughs> no, it was a good catchy little number. It was catchy, but it was it was just like kind of <laughs> programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, we're just waking up to everybody knows you are alive. <laughs> it's a weird thing to wake up to. It's an yeah. odd dream to come out of yeah, subconsciously. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, but I've, I've seen people do it with like rap music. Like I remember when we first started hanging out with Joey, that's all he listened to. And I was like starting to turn him on to like, like ween and like some, just some other stuff. And I was just like, I can't listen to rap because I don't like what they're singing about. And like, it just brings me into a nasty head space. Man, I put on a Kanye song today and I was like, damn, this motherfucker's so smart. You know what I mean? Like he just, he has, he just like one of his earliest songs. I was just like, Man, he says in one song what we've said in 297 podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kanye is really interesting because I really often talk about separating the art from the artist. And I, not all of his songs, but some that I used to really like when they come on now on Shuffle, I'm like, eh, I'm going to skip this because it's not really like because of what he has brought to the table outside of this, it colors. <laughs> a song that maybe meant something different to me, which is unfortunate, but undeniably, like he's got so many amazing songs. That, it's, like, it's like it's, Woody Allen movies. It's just like, fuck, it is man. like this Woody guy Allen made movies. some incredible well, movies. You can't and, deny like, it. It's so weird to watch them now. Well, Michael Jackson, now Bill Murray, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm Please not, don't I'm ruin not Bill accepting, Murray. But, but I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to know. got in trouble. He we did. We reject <laughs> it. We ignore it. La, 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 la. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, your heroes are going to fall if you idolize Well, them. you just can't have any. You can't, like, yeah. I've, you can I be don't your own hero. Be yeah. your own hero. That's what you can do. I mean, and truthfully, like, you should be probably the star of your show. I mean, you don't want to be a big yeah. player. Yeah. That you know, sucks. Totally. Like, when I, there was some guy, or was some teaching about how guy traveled all around the world and realized he loved himself the most. And then I was Buddha. like. Was it Buddha? It must have been Buddha. My Buddha wisdom's really on point lately. Um, and then I was like, I got hip to it. I was like, I should love myself the most. It's very important. I'm the only person I really have control over. If I you don't, you should love. be the most interesting person in your world. I should. You know? Yeah. Like that's not a fault. That's a good thing to love yourself. It's Absolutely. Incredibly, it's like vital. I would say because yeah. it's like, how are you going to properly love? anything else if you can't start with your own sense of being like that's your capacity to love anything is directly proportional to your capacity to love yourself it may even feel like you love something more than yourself but it's not true because you don't even know what that feels like until you can kind of like appreciate yourself on that level uh, that's how a relationship that's this long can continue sure. to deepen and get more interesting and, and you feel will know like it. we just met each other. Exactly. And you say probably the things that people say when they're really in love, which is like somehow this is really crazy. Like we love each other more now. Like, oh yeah. What a crazy it thing. True. It is true. Of course. I know. Like when you are in that real love, that's what happens improbably because by all yeah. accounts you should be hating each other. like you know like we spend like you'd we, be so you should be so annoyed we should be so over this and it happens and of course yeah. you go through those things but like you genuinely like it deepens as an experience and gets more fruitful and like i don't know it's that, that, that anything you properly love does tend to do that it could be music it could be anything but like that's the relationship it has um, or you have, and it can change obviously with anything, but yeah, I mean, that's the power of what kind of, I think generates all this stuff. It is that love and appreciation mm. and like wanting to commune and be with, that's what our lives are. That's what keeps the world going around. That's what prevents us from going into chaos. I was talking to Joey yeah. about this the other morning and like, 
I was just like coming around to a place. I'm like, we don't even need laws. You really don't. Like, it's it's kind acts and generosity and compassion and the little things that are making this thing stay on the rails every each and every day. That's and it's, it's our all of our best instinct. True. You know, and is it is it because of a set of laws that you behave the way you do? You know, no, I, I, it's hard question to a- but you a- could, answer. You could argue that the structure and people's belief that those laws are in place allow people oh, to express those qualities. Yeah, I, I also often marvel that like we don't devolve into utter chaos at any given. Why time. people aren't robbing each other? Like yeah, way murdering, more. Yeah. stealing, doing yeah. whatever despicable things. And obviously, people are, but it's a very small proportion compared How to like, we've everyone. even allowed there to be billionaires. Like it, it just shows a lot of restraint on the part of the masses. A lot of uh, just civilized like okay I would be a billionaire I could totally be a billionaire yeah I mean I would yeah. be happy with being a billionaire but the fact that like that somebody could amass that much you know using Whatever. exploiting all that labor I mean, and research you don't have to exploit I guess I you could be a billionaire I get depressed just thinking about it because if you're a billionaire just think it's like a modern day king I'm like why are we accepting this yeah but I mean fuck it I ban billionaires no That's oh way. yeah oh yeah no way yes. I would love to be a billionaire hell then you just, fuck like, you just, you just no, you it's do disgusting. whatever you want. It's but disgusting. you could give all your money away. They you don't. Do it's they disgusting. Don't. No, not the, if you if if you were a billionaire, you, you would have you wouldn't be a billionaire because you would have given more, your money away. That means you're not a billionaire anymore. Well, you could be. I think you should give away your money to not be times. a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, I do functionally kind of live my life like and that. And there should be think... if there's any laws, a law that says, hey, and you have to, motherfucker. There's only so many resources here. Yeah, we're you not know. fuck. You're not going through this life with a billion dollars. Yes. I see what you're saying. It <laughs> yeah. seems unfair. If there's one law I could get behind, it would be making billionaires. You could illegal. you could have made twenty million dollars per year since Jesus was born and still not have as much money as Elon Musk. Is that true? Yes. 20, so I mean, I don't think a lot millions. of people can fathom because it's just like, because we say billion, is. million, trillion, like, uh, yeah, the, like the leap from million to billion. It's like 400 something million. Insane. Insane. Like, That's dope. I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a billionaire. <laughs> Sounds fun. As you long just as give you got it us away. an apartment in New York City. <laughs> that's like that's what I'm saying. Like, if we really want this, I guess I, I always thought realistically, not a billion, but that's possible. But like a few hundred million. You're probably coasting. Then you're coasting. Well, for that a man with easily. an expensive taste like yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to like, it would be difficult to spend that money over generations, in my opinion. It becomes really easy, probably really fast, though, when you're like, oh, this boat is $100 no. million. Dollars. Well, that's true. If you really want boats. If you're like, want the top of the line Shit, boat. Shit, you're right. How quickly it goes. See, that's why I need a billion dollars, Cass. You, if anyone needs a billion dollars, it's Noah. Maybe you should be writing <laughs> oh, that in your journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll, write that, in, I'll write that in my I journal. I want to be the only one. <laughs> I'll put, jot that down. Like, hey, if there's going to be billionaires, it has to be a Noah. I think we should be in trillionaires. That's where I draw the All right, line. Cool. We're getting there. We're Get, someone will be someone will probably in our, in our lifetime, our lifetime. Yeah. maybe it'll be me it's just that's when it's just like come on what are we doing what are it's we a lot of money doing it's here a lot of money you could do pretty much whatever money can get you <laughs> that's about the extent of it yeah you could be above the law yeah well, you definitely are you uh, you you're writing the laws you, you don't even have to get to elon musk level to be fucking writing space. the laws that's where everyone wants to go <laughs> space. i everyone would love to, to go to space but Not i don't me. get why this is like the thing i don't want to go to space at all i think it'd be so great to go up in a rocket ship Hell see no. earth from a different perspective see that it's flat yeah <laughs> exactly you're like damn what the fuck damn this whole, do you the know whole any, time do you know any flat earthers we yes. all know someone in know, common who I, down that, who went down that well, path? Yeah, Cass put a kibosh I said, on we're that. We're not shit. doing this. I'm I sorry. also feel the same way. I just go, <laughs> okay. 
All right. I just don't. We're like, oh, it you're could be serious? true. Hey, it could be true. I don't really, realistically. We are it's in just a not one-dimensional a reality. Yeah, one. <laughs> we're <laughs> dots. We're a point. We're so a point I don't of hear any of anything else. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like it's probably not probable. But who am I to say? <laughs> well, we should spend the next rest of the podcast uh, explaining to you why we're not in a flat Earth. Well, well, the person who tried to pitch us on flat Earth was like. Check out this compelling evidence, and it was a YouTube video that was literally a music video of nice. drone footage, Dope. and it's just drones flying over the ocean, and the and it just kept keep keep saying, "Where's the curve? Where's oh, the no. curve? Where's, Where's, Where's the, the curve? curve? Where's the curve?" I was like, "Oh my!" You know, God. and it's like this is your compelling evidence. Like, drones don't even go that. You far. sent this in a group text, unironically. Interesting. Unironically. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Absolutely. So Cass was like, like they, "We're not doing this." Someone must have some type of argument. Mm. Yeah. Also, I've heard it's a dome, like we're in a snow globe or something. Interesting. That's a thing. I could get down with we're that. We're going off the rails, boys. All no, right. I'm just saying. Well, like. You, you want to bring it back around? I'm just saying. Let's bring it back to reality. Yeah. We were talking about some really important shit a second ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, it could be flat. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I don't know. I don't care, really. Honestly, it feels like a globe to me, but I don't know. could be an octagon. That's yeah. what I believe. Well, I love being at the point where I'm just like, I don't even care. And, Who and cares? It's, and it's but funny it's, when I other think, people... I think that's where people are getting so infuriated is because... And that's where the signs of, like, I believe in science. It's like, we know that the earth is round. We know that. Yeah. It's yeah. been we, proven many we times. We went to the moon? That I'm not sure about. <laughs> that I, I really am not sure about it. How do we know the earth is round then, Cass? Just because how we get from point A to point B around the earth. Right, the math. The math of it all. I believe in math. That's, I, what, that's I the sign we math. have in our front We yard. don't believe in science. We just believe in math. <laughs> I believe in math. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I never studied it. I just, you know, they told me it was a globe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a globe. That's probably really where my belief comes from, which I guess is what drives flat earthers crazy, but it doesn't mean it's not a globe. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get that. Like, well, you just believe that because you were told that. It's like, yeah, I mean, so do you. Like, no one knows. We aren't in space. We know it. We don't know it. That the earth is round? <laughs> we think it. <laughs> we don't know it. You don't know that. You just assume that it is. I'm not saying now that it's not. this is a compelling uh, argument. Okay. <laughs> How about this? The mass conspiracy that it would take on every almost single person in this world to uh, have it where you can't take a boat from X to Z to Y or whatever it is. To make it so that it's like, oh god, I, I can't don't know. Even. What why, I'm sounding stupid just trying to defend the moon. I did the that's world. The, the joke's on you. This is why the joke's on me. I just that's why flat Earth is so funny. Because it's like I a great, it's a litmus test. You just I, throw it out there and see anyone I, starts acting serious. I do <laughs> exactly. Trust, yeah, like, I, I totally fail. I totally fail. And I do trust like the images from NASA and stuff like that. Like I don't think they're fake. They could be, and it could be just a big <laughs> propaganda wing. But like I don't have a reason be a very to believe big propaganda. That. It could. It could not. Who knows? They would have to be cross-global because mm. there were space races for all this stuff. So I, that seems improbable that like there wouldn't be one country. Pretty being like, improbable. No. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we like to so keep it, open all possibilities. Yeah, let's keep our hearts open. Let's keep it open. On I don't want to be too judgmental about what That's what we get on Very Ape. Anything's is. possible. I would say this. If I did believe it fl- it was flat. I would never tell another human being that I thought it was flat. Just because, no. like, that's like, 
you're not opening up any can of worms that's ultimately good there. It's like no. it's no one's having a pleasant conversation after that. You're just looking to not have pleasant conversations if you're right. going around talking about right. that shit. Right. You like know? that's your belief. Yeah. There's so many other things to believe in. It seems like an Ali G sketch. It really does. You know? I do. It really feels like they're testing our stupidity. Yes. Like it like feels like it's one. a mass uh like how stupid are people what's the weird well, you know, what's the craziest thing we could convince them yeah. i don't think the earth is flat but i'm very sure mars is definitely flat yeah well, i think they've proven that the oh scientists yeah. those pictures where's the curve flat that's There's all no i ever curve. say yeah i always look at it and i'm like where's the curve i thought this so was like a that. red ball we can trust that that would be hilarious if there was legitimately someone who just thought mars was flat because of flat the pictures. mars theory so they believe you can go into space also what's going on with the sun and the moon if the earth's flat is it what it, where is how is that working those are also flat and they're yeah. just going flat it's like a yeah like this yeah yeah like a atari but like <laughs> Donkey That's Kong. Us. Yeah, Donkey Kong ladder. <laughs> That's Christ. how it works. That could be it. Oh, man. We could just be a pixel inside of Donkey Kong. I kind of believe that hammer. more than anything. That's what, When I was saying we're one-dimensional, I probably believe, like, that's when I'm like, okay, you're right. Nothing's real. I, it's fine. It's all real. but It's all not. Who knows? Mm. I am curious to see what happens after we die. Not in, like, a I hope it happens soon type of way, but, like, that would I be. I do think about it a lot. It it's would be really interesting to know, right? Like, to know. Because I was thinking about, I think they did a, when they were doing gu- guillotine people. Yes, the head would still perceive, right? And yeah, where they they would say, like, blink this many times if X or Y or Z, you know? I was thinking about that what actually today. are you talking about? Yeah, that's a thing. I've not heard it specifically like I don't that. think it was specific. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was more like, blink three times if you're still conscious. I didn't hear that. They, they, I just they heard the observe. I'm, I'm making it up. Yeah, you're I, awesome. I am making it up. I don't know what it up. is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, is but there good. was, but we both, I don't know if it's Mandela effect or whatever it's called, but we do know that there was something done when people are guillotined that they might still have They're consciousness because of how their eyes are moving. No, I heard it was like a chicken with its head cut off. Like yeah. There's no real pro- cognitive processing. It's just their movements from the brain. Well, that's why my theory would be like, say, to the guy who's about to be headed, uh, blink three Can times. You imagine being beheaded. What a horrible fate. And then, but then what do you, exp- and then I was thinking about that. What are you experiencing when you're beheaded? Like, are you, do you, are you your body or are you your head? And where's your perspective? And do you immediately leave your body? Are you looking down on your body? Are you everything? Like what, where mm. do you go? What happens? Maybe you were executed in a previous incarnation or future one. I don't know. That's why I'm fascinated with it. <laughs> I just, it's, well, I don't know. I, I don't even want to imagine being uh, uh, beheaded if you guys keep running your mouth about this flat earth shit you might yeah they'll get you find yourself That's in what that they kind do of situation <sighs> they don't want serious intellectuals like ourselves That's taking the on thing. this subject matter. That's yeah the exactly thing. Yeah, they really, really care about our opinions yeah Jesus the Christ. nasa <laughs> illuminati elite well you know this could be this I don't is know. what dabs will do to you do you this think is what dabs do, do, <laughs> do you believe in 9-11 like was that an insider thing Mm. Uh, you, I believe there's some man. There's a lot funky of business. Shit it's funky, right? It's very I think, it, but funky. I think like on a very zoomed out level, like it's very funky. From oh, day one, funky. I was like, they shot down that one plane. That's and, and you know, I I get why we can't admit to that. They shot down a passenger plane that was destined to yeah, try to hit a, the White probably House. Probably a good idea not to admit that. The yeah. other one. Yeah, the one that was like That's landed in a field. The one where they made a movie. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. The, the Pennsylvania one. Yes, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I think we knew it was going to happen. I think it was a convenient excuse to get everyone scared and to pass a lot of weird re- like legislation. Like they let it happen because they, all those people had passed. Crazy transference shit. of wealth goes on. Yeah. Wars that, that don't have to end get started. It's just all too convenient. It's very convenient. It's all way too convenient. And uh, just, you know, that, that that's not even to mention like all the weird conspiracy theorist shit that I haven't even looked into I'm not enough. really into all that stuff. Me I mean, neither, like, why did one building not go down or why did a bunch of them I go can't down? get too in the weeds with that either. I just can't even bother. Because it's not, I don't believe these YouTube people. They just, it's such selective information. When you're watching a YouTube video, they're trying to convince your mind with selective information, like where's the curve. It's like don't believe any of this bullshit. This is all bull- every YouTube video is bullshit, including you just this try one, especially this one. To do the George Costanza the opposite and believe everything in YouTube and see how that goes for a couple weeks. You should have probably a lot more fun than like yeah. having all these filters up all the time. Just like like, critical thinking. Just adopt every alternate belief. <laughs> That'll be the next thing we do on synchronicity. Uh, just do like do the opposite of every core belief. That's when Noah was loving to watch Fox News. Uh, he was like, I "Wow!" But can I tell you something? Fox News was amazing back then during the pandemic and Trump. It was so funny. Uh, yeah. Just because like the thing is, is like what you would imagine it being from someone who doesn't watch Fox News is the opposite of what it was. Because mm. for once, a lot of what they were actually saying kind of made sense. Yeah, right. Because like they're like, people are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. And they would have the liberal people come on and talk and it was more objective than people would think. It was just like, that's when I knew it was like, all oh, this is just real entertainment. And it's just yeah, like, totally. you can't yeah. believe otherwise at this point. It's just because... bad entertainment. That's my problem. I'm like, I get that it's Trump was entertaining, though. That's the thing. No, no. I, yeah, I, I That's know. the thing. But I just, I, I find it so... Crude. Crude on the senses. Like, when you go into, like, you're like, oh, I'm getting my car fixed. And you have to watch whatever news channels oh, you're like. Gosh. Or when you're at your parents' house, you have to watch whatever news channel. You're like, this is the worst ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's just re- they repeat the whole things. It's all shock value scare tactics. It's all breaking 6th, news then. about everything. It's just it's still breaking like, news about January sixth. It feels like being at a slot machine. <laughs> just like okay, how can we? How quickly and how much can we stimulate you and confuse you? And then we'll hit you with a bunch of symptoms that you probably have from being glued to this thing all the time. And oh, inconveniently, our sponsors have a solution. Here it is. It's it's just pharmaceutical a, a ads twist. Weird. It's all it is. So weird. It's, it's all it is. We're the only country that allows direct to consumer advertising on yeah. pharmaceuticals. Yeah. I know. So it's fucked really up. fucked up. I, wh- I know. It's not cool. <laughs> it's really not. Why cool. would you need to advertise medication to people? Wouldn't you go into a doctor? <laughs> they would course. assess your symptoms and they would say, "Here's the thing." You're like, yeah. "Doctor, I want this." Yeah, I yeah. saw it in a commercial. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they get them. You'll be happy when you'll be healthy. This. And yeah. It's like <laughs> then they have to read all the fucked up side effects yeah. at oh the gosh. end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fast. Well, now they're coming out with one for obesity, and it's Ozempic. They're saying it's the diabetes be drug, the highest grossing thing in human history. It's like, like Viagra for fat people. It, it, there's a little, so do we know how it works? Yeah, it just uh, suppre- it like just increases takes your insulin liver. and it suppresses. Yeah. <laughs> so you still eat it the same. It grows a third ahead in your body and it eats the food. <laughs> but do you still instead of you? You still eat whatever you want. No, people don't eat because it suppresses their appetite. Yeah, you don't care. Oh. You're like I don't care about food no more. Yeah. So it's basically like Adderall. Kind of, yeah. yeah. That's what, always been the solution in a pill for yeah, for obesity has, has always effects. been fucking messed. So it's Adderall without the stimulant effects. It basically is yeah, just... Yeah, it's just like you're not it. hungry. You're mm. not hungry no more. Everyone's going to be on this shit. Well, they, it is a real medicine for diabetic patients because yeah. it does something with your insulin. It like regulates it so you don't But then die. they found this but side effect. But then fatties were like, hmm. 
I have an idea. And yeah. then sure enough, I, I don't think I would do that. Be, but if it was a pill, I would do it. I just want to inject anything in me. Oh, it's going to be a pill. I'll totally take it. It'll that be shit. a pill. If I got too fat, I would totally take it. If I was I, like, ev- everyone will. You know what I would do, honestly? I'd be like, listen, just bear with me over the next year. I'm going to eat like a madman. And then well. I'll just take this pill and go back. So is the only reason we get in bad moods when we're hungry because we're hungry? Or like bad moods when we haven't <laughs> eaten? <laughs> <laughs> is, the only, is the only reason we get in bad moods when we haven't eaten because we're hungry? Not not anything else it's just so you still so you just like chill you're not like yeah i think you wouldn't your body's malnourished you're just chill no you wouldn't be in a bad mood Mm, and 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 if you are there's something for that don't worry (laughs) yeah don't worry worry. because this is going to come with a cocktail of other things to it's going to be bad to regulate everything but it's all to just work around having some a little bit of discipline and some practices in your life (laughs) that's a hard thing to do my especially when they want you working every minute of your life on like a However many jobs, so they don't have to pay you health insurance yeah, or the working thing paid leave like or anything. Scam. Definitely, yeah. And if more people woke up to that, like we but you have change to believe this whole thing there's overnight. another better way. That's the thing. Like yeah. I believe it through crypto. I believe it through whatever means I've monetized things in the past. Community based. Yeah. Uh, you know. Art. Art. Working with people to help them, like whatever it is, like. You got to believe that if you want to unplug from something that binds you to. And also, truthfully, we got to admit this. Some people like jobs. Some people oh, legit yeah, no. like yeah, jobs. Hell yeah. And it's cool that they like jobs because I don't want to do them. Yeah. So I hope people like them. But yeah. like some people do like the regularity, the ability to go into a pattern. Structure, the, the structure, community. The rewards if they feel they're sufficient for their lifestyle. Like not everyone has dreams to increase their quality quality of living that's yeah. and that's cool that's this shouldn't be you know admonished but if you do and you feel trapped that's not good mm, yeah well that i think this is what a lot of people realized over quarantine like oh my life was out of uh, out it's of just, alignment it's, it is hard to make it work like i we're we're navigating we want to we want to work on things that we care about like it's not like we don't want to work we're working every day but we're trying to work on things that we care about and right now that's not we're on the pathway to making that make money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's you what it feels to, like. You have to be able to have the space, have parents who can host you to invest in yourself. Well, I would say this. You have to acknowledge that it is already true and a reality and you do already possess it and then be comfortable with letting that play out. Jumping that's, into that timeline. Oh, that's that's, but that's what the this trick. past year has really been for us. It's just like free falling, baby. You got to hear your friends and family congratulate you and say how awesome it is fully in your imagination or your consciousness and believe that and then just wait. You have to be comfortable with waiting and being patient. and see. What, that's really what and if you think about anything you've ever done in your life, that's kind of how you did it. Even if that's not specifically, but you got to the place where you believed it mm-hmm. with that level of conviction. That's the point that I'm trying to make there. And it takes discipline. There ain't no pill for that yet. Yeah. No, it does. It does. You're training it. your thoughts. That's why I like the writing down stuff every day because it is a it is a a, a way to practice that. Mm-hmm. And it's also like you're, it's a meditation on what do I care about daily totally which is probably very valuable very powerful because i would hope that we're doing things that we care about or are important to us in life yeah 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 absolutely yeah Yeah. this has been really fun noah thank you so much 
We did a double header. Thank you. Double header for part one. For part one. Check out uh, the description below. Or, you know, whatever one this is, check out the other <laughs> one. We did. We just did uh, three hours. So, <laughs> so did if we? Really? Or if wow. it's so yeah. very, whatever. That's yeah, check it out. Cool. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. Patreon.com slash sync. Synchron- sync? Synchronicity. Synchronicity. You got That's, that? Wow. Good That's one. pretty good. Cool. Pretty good. We love you, man. Good, good, good. Love you guys. Good, love good, you. good. Peace, love, and magic, y'all. Peace.